Welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guests and I's adventures throughout the live and local music biz. Fun conversations, cool tunes, good times will be had. My name is Mark Sterry, and I'm a 15-plus year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota Metro music scene. Check me out at Mark Sterry, that's S-T-A-R-Y, music.net, also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All of my original music is available for download on iTunes, CD Baby, etc. This podcast drops every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. If you enjoy it, please subscribe on iTunes. It's totally free and guarantees you'll never miss an episode. If you got an extra buck or two lying around and would like to be a patron of this podcast, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Also, consider helping get the word out in the street via social media, five-star rating and review on iTunes, word of mouth, etc. Happy Thought of the Day is by Caesar Milan. You never get the dog you want. You always get the dog you need. Thanks for tuning in, and welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Enjoy! Welcome back to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast, episode 64. Big thanks to all the folks contributing to this podcast on Patreon.com. Y'all are keeping the wheels on this podcast thing. Coming at you this week from my home in beautiful St. Paul, Minnesota. All of my New Year's resolutions I'm sure I'll break by the end of the day, but it sure feels good figuring them out. Last week's Geeks Wrap-Up. Wednesday, I played a solo show at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota. Speaking to the owner, Wags, before I started up, he gave me one of the best compliments ever. He said, my Wednesday nights at the pub are an institution. Now, job security is not a phrase in mine or most musicians' vocabularies, but this sure made my day. Love the pub. Friday, I played a solo show at Danny's in Stillwater, Minnesota. Manager Jeff and I were expecting a slow night due to being the night before New Year's Eve, but it ended up being the total opposite. It's generally supposed to be kind of a dinner show, but thanks to the folks that danced for pretty much an hour and a half straight at the table to my left. The kids loved running up and putting dollar bills into my new milk can tip jar. Hope other folks do as well. Saturday, New Year's Eve. Brian K. Johnson and myself rocked out at the Wyzetta Bar and Grill, a.k.a. the Muni in Wyzetta, Minnesota. We rang in the new year with a celebrity guest Look-alike appearance by Macklemore? Upcoming shows. Wednesday, January 4th, 2017, I'll be playing a solo show at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota from 8 to 10 p.m. Thursday, January 5th, Brian K. Johnson and myself will be rocking out at Lucky's 13 in Burnsville, Minnesota from 4 to 7 p.m. Friday, January 6th, I'll be playing a solo show at Ingredients in White Bear Lake, Minnesota from 6 to 8.30 p.m. Saturday, Mr. Brian, Keith, Johnson, and myself will be loading up the Yukon and rocking on up to JJ's Pub in beautiful Breezy Point, Minnesota from 5 to 9 p.m. Guest this week. 
is part one of three with 92 KQRS morning show personality and therapy dog extraordinaire, Brittany Hagen. We discuss therapy dog work, bringing Izzy into KQRS studios, service dogs for vets, etc. Enjoy the conversation. Ms. Brittany Hagen. Hagen, right? Yes, Hagen, yes. And that's Robot in the background. Yeah, welcome to the Mark Stereo Music Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. No, that's cool. Okay, you want... There. Are these the issues? Yeah. There. We had a, we had a squeaky toy issue. Yeah. <laughs> She's going through puberty. Robot's redlining the, the microphone. She's got a lot of opinions and finally an open mic to give them. Oh, that's awesome. I, I was debating bring her into the... Oh, no, no. I think she'll stop. Or take, maybe take those. Copper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> copper, come here. <laughs> no, Currently, Copper. There we go. Here. Perfect. <laughs> now we've taken out. Oh, okay. Hey, no bark. That's such a, <laughs> turn, turn the mic off so it sounds like I'm a really good dog trainer. No bark. Silence. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'll <laughs> edit that. Just dead, dead silence. Dead silence. They fear me. Yeah, just cooing. Yes, three um, dogs. Yes, we're here at Brittany's beautiful home in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and we have three special guests today. Yeah. I brought that. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> That's Perfect Robot, cute. Brittany's dogs, uh, robot, robot, and Izzy. And of and course, I have my Copper. dog, Copper. Um, should we start off? You want to tell us your dogs are looking at me? Just uh, Izzy's such a little sweetheart. Yes, Izzy's my uh, tent. Oh, I know. She's literally howling at Copper, and like that's her way of like human interact. I mean, interacting. Okay, she's a giant blue tick coonhound. I don't know if you've ever seen a coonhound, but Google it. It's insane. Um, it's a pretty dog. She's a nice dog. She's very nice. She's just so vocal. Mike said that she reminds him, or she reminds him of me. Robot. No more. No bark. Look at that dog training. That was really good dog training. <laughs> and then we have Izzy. Izzy's ten, well, Robot's a year and a half. We got her from Secondhand Hounds. Um, she really, we were. She's showcasing a bad side of her, but we love her. Like she does long distance running. She kind of lays around most of the time. And then Izzy's our ten year old lab, and uh, she's kind of my volunteer holic. Literally, like just goes goes off of human inter- interaction. So. Brittany and I got to know each other through working at Canine Inspired Change yes, uh, with Danielle Gracek and, and uh, Copper and Izzy are good friends. Yes. And they worked together this lab. We just finished a session at Waite Park on Tuesdays, wasn't that, which was a ton of fun. Wasn't that so fun? I, the kids there, I can't even handle it. Waite Park Elementary, it's just, they were so sweet. And they change so much when they're around the dogs. And, and the teachers will tell me that because I have no other way of knowing. The teachers will tell me, oh, you don't even know this kid does not come out of his shell at all until he's around the dog. So it's, it's a pretty cool program, but I hate the last day. I always get in my car and, like, cry because I just, you know, I mean, any, any kid you interact with, you just hope for the best. And you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, was that your first time doing it? No, I've done Wade Park Elementary. I think it's my... Second session, but last time we did it, or maybe it's my third. It might be my third. One the one year I did one. Uh, another year I think I did two, like you did with his. I did. You, we do two in a row. 
So I think it's my third year and like fourth session with them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, this year Copper and I went up to the classroom and even had cookies and uh, <gasps> lemonade and everything with the kids. She's becoming such an amazing therapy dog. I remember her first session. She's always been really good with people. Yeah. But she's, you know, a little, she's a little, has a little bit of robot in her where she kind of wants to really, you know, kind of. She's still young. Like she's, she's two. She's two. I mean, oh my God, she's two. Like, yeah, and she's then two. in that case, like if you're doing that, then it's like, okay, then she's above and beyond. But she has even the small amount, I think it's been, maybe been six months since our first session. Oops, first session. She's excelled so much. She does, she does such great interactions with the kids. I mean, that's for sure. So the fact that she was in a classroom with cookies, I would I don't even know if I could do that with robot. I'd be like, <laughs> tear my arm off before. Um, yeah, we did you get signed up for the spring and uh, sessions with? Um, I'm not sure which one we're gonna do. I'm possibly gonna be training a service dog for uh, veterans coming up here. Oh, I was gonna ask you about yeah, that. So, yeah, um, that one uh, that could start as early as January. Where I was hoping for spring, but uh, we'll see kind of what what what's gonna happen with that. Uh, me and Danielle are teaming up. It'll be at my house, and and I'll do a lot of the you know the basic training, and she'll come in every so often and and make sure kind of the tail ends of things that I'm doing right and making sure I'm doing everything correct. But the idea is to, is to train a therapy dog. Uh, actually it'd be like a, a very, it'd be in between a therapy dog and a service dog. They call it a service dog, but it acts as a really well-trained dog that can go with vets anywhere for like PTSD and just dealing with kind of everyday life. So, um, did you come up with this idea? No, it's a uh, soldier six is the program. Um, really, really cool. Two Minnesotans. He got one, uh, a therapy dog or, you know, they call him a support dog or uh, no, uh, a service dog. But I always think of like opening jars and doors and they, they don't have to know all that, but he got his dog from a program nationally and he was so inspired and thankful for his dog that he started his him and his wife started a program um, here in Minnesota to give to train dogs locally. So they've been raising money and then they outsource for training. So it's just, I mean, they're so inspiring. So it, it'd be really fun if me and Danielle can help out with that. Um, what kind of dog are you looking for? You know, they want at first they kind of lean towards German shepherds because that's what he has. Uh, but I think at the end of the day, we've talked about it. Is we're just gonna find a really like a two year old dog that's good with people. I mean. You know, and doesn't need that much activity because you don't want to have to, like, rely on that. Um, probably a golden retriever would be a great idea or a lab as they're, like, who can get closer to me right now? Oh, my God. <laughs> Copper and Izzy are just battling over Brittany right now. I love it. <laughs> so, like, I mean, I think, and I even talked to him. I was, like, the more mutt we can get, the better. Because not only is that, like, really, it feels good, it also kind of gets out of, like, the... Um, some of those breeds, like Robot, she's obsessed with smelling. And I, I would be scared. I do off-leash stuff with her, and I have to be really careful because she'll be gone. You know, she's yeah. those, those full-bred dogs a lot of times will have such a hardcore drive because they were bred for that. Mm -hmm. So if we can get something a little bit more in the middle of the spectrum, it'd be awesome. You'd think this would be Copper's first podcast. It's about her millionth podcast she's she sat good. in on. She's but good. she's diving all over it. No, she's good. <laughs> she's happy to be here. That way if I stutter or say something dumb, I'm just going to be like, oh, she was on my lap. In reality, she's like sleeping in the corner. Yeah. And it's also like a gift from the gods today for weather. Oh, my God. I know. I from know. that nasty weather that uh, we've had the last few days or whatever. What do you do for her energy level when it's that cold? <sighs> Not much. Really? I just I just... 
I try to, if I know cold snaps coming, I'll take her to the dog park and just run her, run her, run her, run her like crazy. Yeah. Or else I'll do some training stuff downstairs or else we do have a cat. She'll chase or whatever. <laughs> um, and I then know. as soon as I can, she's, she needs to run every single day. That's so I generally take her yeah. to a dog park or long walks or some kind of puppy play date or something. Yeah. Um, so on her days off, she's just going to have to just kind of gut through it. But like we only missed maybe a day or so without even the day it was getting cold. Yeah. We went to the dog park as it was getting cold and like when she had nothing sad, got her out Saturday of there. Saturday was it yeah. was at least a little warm. Copper, up. you need to get oh, down. Oh, I see. You were just playing me for the bone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, we um you know, we discovered it like we went to the Vikings game on Sunday and then we had a Santa party like right after. And I was I looked into it and I it wasn't bad the prices for downtown dogs. We brought Robot over there, um, and Izzy, but Izzy hated it because she always is like, um, I just want to be asleep. Um, but it was a, it was like a doggy daycare thing. We got Robot. We picked her up after. Dead. Exhausted. Like, so they must wrestle in that little doggy daycare area. So it's definitely... Well, you went to the game? We went to the game. Oh, wow. Yeah. We, they, I had dropped him off at 8 a.m., and I picked him up at almost 4. Wow. Yeah, because we... Normally, between me and my boyfriend's schedule, they're in the kennel for like two hours a day. Mm-hmm. So I, I was like, you know, I just got to figure out something. And we've never done a doggy daycare. And I would, it, it was, I think it's about $5 an hour. And even if you just do it for like two hours, because we did it two hours the first time, she was exhausted. So, I mean, it was kind of, I mean, it's kind of spendy to drop $10 every day on a dog or that. But, you know, if on really cold days, I think we might do that. Yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah. Um, do you worry about, Sometimes at the dog park, you run into them trouble dogs and all. Yeah, but I this mean. This is probably chaperoned or supervised or robot's whatever. Robot's so good with dogs. I mean, and Izzy hates dogs. I mean, she shouldn't say she hates dogs, but she's just not that interested. So she's the only one I worry about because, like, if there's a ball involved, game over. Like, Izzy's going to be a jerk. But Copper Robot. Well. Yeah, yeah. Robot literally, I mean, she's just, like, my little resilient monster. And there, you can literally, it's so corny. Oh, Mark, you're going to totally judge me. You can watch your dogs on these webcams. <laughs> and, like, you know, they're good. I mean, I don't know. They're Like on your phone it, or whatever? Oh, completely. So we're, like, at the Vikings game, and Mike's, like, pulling up the dog cam. And I'm like, yeah, yep, there's Robo. Oh, God. I'm like, oh, my God. We are so those people. We are so Minnesotan. Like, how Minnesotans treat their dogs is like ridiculous and wonderful, but it was I bad. agree. Yeah. I agree. That's cool. I should take Copper to that one. Yeah. I take her when I'm traveling to shows and stuff and no one's able to watch her. I'll leave her at doggy daycare or, yeah. or like a, um, what do they call those? A Just boarding. A, old, yeah. a boarding place. Yeah. And, and they're she great. doesn't like it, but it, it does wear out. Yeah. I think they're great with the dogs. I mean, they're, you can't, it's hard to find a bad place here in Minnesota because there'd be whistleblowers left and right so i remember during transition plus a, a ske- uh one of our therapy sessions we did together with copper and izzy you said you'd bring izzy into the kqrs studio yeah yeah so i work at uh, i do the kq morning show i started i i worked there for a long time and then came back in april um after i went to my talk for a little bit but yeah i brought izzy into the, i mean she's the best because she just sleeps the only problem is is she'll randomly have dreams, and all of a sudden you'll hear in the background, her, 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 you know? <laughs> and I'll, like, have Tom, you know, be like, on the break, I'll be like, yeah. He goes, yeah, I think I heard Izzy have a nightmare. But it's never a negative. It's more like, that happened. And and she farts really bad. So, like, someone will come in, and I am in a studio by myself, and someone will come in and be like, hey, did you get this? And they're like, look at me. I'm like, I swear it's Izzy. Like, I swear. But she's been, I mean, she just sleeps. She just wants to hang out and sleep, like, I would take her anywhere. I mean, anywhere. I, if I could put a wig on her, I'd take her everywhere. But. Yeah. Copper's got the 
the nasty farts too. <laughs> so bad. Just rancid. I'm not sure what it is. I'm trying to <laughs> weed it out of her diet, but but I, I can't figure it out. It's like it's so hard too because we'll be talking and all of a sudden it smells so bad and I'm like. <laughs> still trying to pay attention because every bone in my body wants to be like oh my god i'm dying like run out of my studio but yeah wow those studios are soundproof so they hold in air like oh god it smells so bad so how do you about going to the ass just go to tom hey tom can i bring my dog in today and they don't care you well when i first got hired izzy was working at the children's uh theater she was doing a play at the children's theater and so when i got hired i said these are, I have to literally be there right after work. These are the days of the week I need to bring Izzy in. And then now moving forward, if there's times I need to bring Izzy in, I, the thing is she, I'd rather not have her there. She's great here. She literally gets to sleep in. She doesn't have to wake up, you know. Um, but I just kind of message in ahead like, hey, Scott, our program director is Scott Jamison, and he's usually just fine with it. And I try not to take advantage of it at all, just like because, you know, at the end of the day, there are people that are allergic. And I know that's like a really touchy subject, like with, you know, therapy dogs and things like that. But, you know, I don't need her there. Like it's yeah. to me, I like, I like having her there, but I also like knowing she's here. So I, I really limit to when I just have to have her. Okay. Um, so this episode is definitely going to be about dogs. <laughs> Sorry <laughs> in advance. No, it's totally cool. No, totally cool. Um, so let's just, we'll talk about episode, this episode about like the doggy stuff. Yeah. Maybe next episode, talk about like your daily routine at kq if yeah. that's okay oh yeah and then maybe talk about some music stuff or whatever whatever yeah um so can you tell us your journey how did you get into involved in therapy dog work so and, and you know i talked to danielle about it and she said she was okay about me mentioning this i actually met danielle at an outpatient rehab um and this is before i even had a house to myself i was living with my parents i had been in a rehab and um Scandia, I did the whole inpatient rehab, and mine was for alcohol. I, I have had a, I mean, I still to this day, I mean, I don't drink anymore. I've been sober for six and a half years. Whoa. Yeah, it's yeah, it's kind of crazy. Um, it's weird to think that because I always feel like uh, when I say that and mix it with, uh, you know, war or not war, uh, army veteran. If I saw that on paper, I would assume it's like a ninety-year-old man, and then I like walk <laughs> in, I'm like, sorry. Um, no, so I've been sober for a while and uh, about six and a half years ago. So after I did the inpatient, I did this outpatient program. And that's where I met Danielle for the first time. We just had a lot in common. I mean, my parents had uh, Izzy at the time because Izzy's 10. And uh, she wasn't my dog at the time. But I'd always just loved every dog we brought in. And my, sta- my stepdad had trained hunting dogs since I was you know, very young. And so dogs have just kind of been always around. Like, you know, I never sit on couches because our dogs weren't allowed on couches. So I'd always just sit on the floor and pet them while we watch TV and stuff. Um, and then I did this outpatient rehab with Danielle. You know, fast forward four years. And I see her. Thank, yeah, I forgot. Oh, yeah. Thank you for reminding me, Robot. <laughs> I was at my talk 107 and I ran into Danielle and she's doing this uh, the firefighter calendar at the time oh, to yeah, raise sure. money. This is the first. This is the first year she worked with them, um, to uh, raise money for her for her nonprofit. And <laughs> Ro, robot, hey, leave it. Come, come. You can't just. This is literally. She's just. Hey. Copper, that's enough. Oh, I see. Oh, it's a sock. Oh. Uh oh. She you copped her a phone one. to sock. Jeepers. Well, that's just, her, that's you know, her weakness. You that's know what her kryptonite. She was doing? 
Robot was just telling on her. Like, I'm embarrassed my dog's such a sock <laughs> narc. Like, Mom! Robot, on Mom! Copper? She's got something that I get yelled at all the time when I have. Copper's not supposed to have socks. That's very good, Robot. Thank you yeah, for telling Robot. Her. No, Robot, don't get rewarded. We don't have any narcs in our house. Don't embarrass me with your straight-lacedness. Oh. Um... So, yeah, so I saw Danielle at uh, My Talk 107, and she was pushing these calendars for this, you know, canines for a change. And by this time, I'd gotten Izzy because she got Lyme's disease, couldn't hunt anymore. So I had this perfectly trained dog. Like, I can't take credit for only lay down with Izzy. That's the only thing, because everything else she knew and then some. Like, I've already <laughs> ruined her a little bit. Like, one time I was throwing the ball for her, and I'm like, no, Izzy, no, not over there, to the left. And she looked at me, shot left, and I was like, holy shit, does my dog know left and right? <gasps> like, even I have to sometimes, like, I was like, oh, my God. So, yeah, and I talked to Danielle, and I was like, yeah, I do have this really well-trained dog. I um, I had been back from the deployment at that point, and we talked, and she goes, well, and, you know, just like in Danielle fashion, she told me barely in, in info, but I just, like, liked her enough where I don't I don't need, like, all the info. You know, you're kind of that way, too. Isn't yeah. It? Like, I told you, I was like, yeah, I'll come to the podcast. Literally, we planned this, like, four days ago and I was like yeah come over at this time done like there was no like this is what we talk about and no, I neither, yeah. neither of us are very because that's that's kind of a trait I I appreciate in people but I mean I have a lot of people that can't go with the flow which is totally fine but um so she kind of said just show up and we did and we've been showing up ever since and like it's it's been such a blessing like it's been fun and uh, you know you know what people are always like it's so awesome that you do it and in reality, like, it couldn't be more selfish. Like, I go there, and even if I'm in a crappy mood, I literally go from, like, a zero to a ten in about ten seconds. And, like, I leave there, huge smile. I mean, there's nothing better. Like, I don't even – there's no no pill I can take. There's no amount of alcohol that can make me feel the way that hanging out with people that want to hang out with your dog. I agree. Yeah. Copper. That's no good. That's we don't have a, we don't have an alarm, so it's perfect. Oh, I know. Someone when you put the dog in the car afterwards and drive him back, that's one of the best feelings ever. Totally. You know, unless it's the last day, then it's sad. Then I get sad. Yeah, but I'm an emotion. Yeah, I'm a hot mess of a person. So yeah, but, but don't you, isn't it? I mean, it's addicting. I I agree, it's addicting. I was going through the schedule last night, <laughs> making sure I can get in on as many as I can before summertime. I got to take off and do some other stuff. So we're excited. We're starting again in February first, and uh, and can't wait. And I like it more than the dog. I think. I, I yeah, and I know your dog likes it a lot. It's it's one of those things where, you know, you I get people coming up all the time and asking about how to get your dog registered as a therapy dog, and there's kind of like ten different routes you can go. It's an easy thing to do in some ways. If you, it depends what you're going through, and then the program Izzy went through was TDI, and that was pretty hard. But I, again, she was already pretty well trained when I got her. <laughs> so uh, we didn't. She'd never even gotten treats before, like because my stepdad only, you know, he's he's a hunting dog. You don't treat them. You just literally like train them. But um, I, I I would recommend most people get their dogs certified because it it also is really nice because. Uh, you never know when that opportunity is going to come and to have your dog ready and to be able to do it is such a blessing. So, yeah, I agree. We were in a, uh, a therapy dog program before Danielle too. That was really hard. Yeah. Especially for young puppies, like too hard. Yeah. Almost. It almost made me quit doing it. Period. Really? Yeah. I didn't like it at all. I'm not going to say who it no, was. No, no, no. But what was it? Very formal. Like very you... formal. And just real like, um, 
cold. Yeah. And it was like, you know, was I was thinking, you know, we're coming here every week. Like, show us some yeah. appreciation. Like, maybe say hello or yeah. thanks for stopping in. And no one knew each other in the class. No oh. one was allowed to talk to each other. The dogs didn't know each other. We're doing this stuff and they should just crab at you for every little thing. I'm thinking, it's a dog, man. And I hear I'm driving home. It's like sort of the feeling we're talking about. Yeah. Singing the Beach Boys. <laughs> I literally was putting in Slayer and driving through Minneapolis, heading home. You know, can't waiting to get to old and Chicago to have a cold beer. And you know this is that the participants of the program can feel that. I mean, that's like the difference between working with somebody who is in a yes program, and that's what Danielle is. Like, is he's peed in the tunnel before? Okay, there's a tunnel in this agility course that the yeah. dogs have to go through. She's probably, and, and Danielle always asks her to do things because she calls her her hurricane dog because, like, a hurricane can come through and Izzy doesn't do anything. One time, Izzy peed in the tunnel. And, like, that's kind of your weirdest nightmare is, like, don't pee, especially in the tunnel. Like, how am I going to, you know, clean that? And, you know, Danielle made it part of the program. Like, you know, Izzy's, you know, new and she doesn't always know what to do. And, you know, maybe she saw a tunnel and she thought, you know, we can't, we don't need to make her feel awkward about it. And kids relate to that. They're like, Hey, I felt that way before. Like, we can just tell her it's okay and everyone makes mistakes and maybe you didn't know that wasn't the bathroom. And that's like the program you're in. I mean, how many times has Copper not gone over the jump and it's been the best thing for the kids at the time? I agree. Yeah. Like, it's a very much so a program, you know, that's built on uh, not perfection, <laughs> progress, but never perfection. Yeah. And, uh, and incorporating, you know, the, sometimes the dogs have growled. I, you know, um, Danielle's dog Sharpie and my dog, they got in this little like, you know, I wouldn't call it a fight, but it was like this, you know, and we talked about it like, hey, you know, these two dogs, they, they don't always get along. They're both kind of protective and a little bit older, but, you know, that doesn't make them bad dogs. We just now have to keep in mind that like they're two dogs that don't always get along, you know, and the kids mm -hmm. are like, yeah, I, you know, they can relate to all that. So I really like that kind of program. I can't imagine being in a strict one. I wouldn't do well. No, me, not at all. Yeah. Um, can you share with, like, a story that stands out amongst all these classes and stuff you've done where you really connected with the kids you'd like to share before we wind down this episode? Yeah. Um, God, there's so many. Like, it's weird because I'm, like, my I, am, I can't stop smiling now because I can think of so many little um, interactions that have just made my heart explode. I mean, Wade Park Elementary is always very inspiring, but... I have really fallen in love with working with disabled adults uh, because as, as you know disabilities in Minnesota, they're really taken care of well. And then as they get older, there's less and less programs. Um, and what I really like about it, and I, and I volunteer at Gigi's as well, not with Izzy, we just hang out, um, is that I think that it's, it's, it kind of goes to show is that they are adults and we do have like adult interactions sometimes and it can really throw people off. But I'd say my, some, Oh God, there's so many to pick, but I would say that I really loved, there was a young girl, Katie. Uh, I think you were in that group with Katie. And transition and plus. Yeah. Transition plus. Yes. And, um, Katie had, uh, she was, a, a, a kind of a, I think she was like 20 or 21. And, if you didn't give her the time of day, you would have assumed she couldn't do very much. But she was easily one of the smartest people I've ever met. She retained everything, even to the point where I caught her 
talking the way I talk to my dog. Like, I mean, and I'm, I'm guilty of assuming that she didn't have as good as a retention as other people. I mean, that's why, like, I want to say that. I don't want to be like, other people would think, like, I, I thought it too. Next thing I know, so there's this weird thing I do where I pet Izzy's chest and I go, oh, that's a good girl. And that's what Katie would do when she would reward her. And I'm like, I don't think I've ever seen one person pick that up. And, like, it, it was one of those moments where I thought to myself, like, you're so stupid, Brittany. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's a, ch- it's a check moment where you say, you got to check yourself. Like, you have no idea, you know, anybody's possibility. And the, the amount she excelled in the class and her social interactions and her, I mean, all of it. I was just like, it, it really takes, it really puts you in, in a good place and gives you a lot better perspective. So that's just one of what I can think of. Being there, she was a Taylor Swift fan too. Ta- huge she? Taylor Swift and knew every <laughs> single lyric. Like I'd start off a song, and I would be like, "And Miley Cyrus, right? Yep, party Born in the, the U.S. Yeah, that was funny. And she would know everything, and it was just, it was so. And you know what? It totally, it makes you feel kind of silly because a lot of times, you think you write that off as like unintelligent, like that, like you know, where they would dance and sing. And I, I don't mean everybody does. But I, I, I had to stop myself and say, like, that is awesome. Like, they are having so much fun with, like, just seeing me and how the excitement they'd have with seeing me and Izzy and being with each other and being friends and, like, the amount they would want to, you know, Katie would want to hug. And I'm just, like, Katie's one of those ones I like thinking back on and thinking, like, I got to be more like Katie. Like, I I think if, if I could set a goal is to, is to be in the moment like Katie. Like, hands wow. down. Yeah. That's a great story. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> yeah, sorry if it was, yeah. Yeah, K&N Inspired Change. Check it out. Donate now. Check out one of our calendars. Yeah, right? Miss Brittany Hagen, thanks for being on the yeah, Mark Stereo Music Podcast. Every week I do a story behind the song segment. So you're not a musician. <laughs> Whatever. So do you think that, do you have any local bands you'd like that you'd like, you would think would mind if we spun one of their songs at the end of the episode? Yes, Tapes and Tapes. Tapes and Tapes. Any particular song? No. Any song. They've got they've got a couple that they have the like just out to grab really easily. Um yeah, tapes and tapes for sure. Sounds good. Please tune in next week for part two. Thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Hope you've enjoyed the program. We'll see you back here for a new podcast about life and times and the live and local music scene each and every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. This is a listener-supported podcast, so if you would like to get on board, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. If you enjoyed some of the musical edits on the show, please head on over to your local record store or do some digging on iTunes and load up on some new songs. Also, if you get a chance, please go check out some live music somewhere. It could be a great and worthwhile experience. Life is short. Go have some fun. Till next time.